one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. It's Fall share on Urban Family Talk. Call now and make your pledge. 800-326-4543, option two. That's 800-326-4543, option two. Or give online at urbanfamilytalk.com and join with believers across the country as one nation under God. Welcome. This is the final day of share and we are relying on you to help us meet our goals in this time frame which we have an hour of show left and we're so excited. We're just like, and when I say we, everybody, the volunteers, the people who are actually manning the phones, the people who support the volunteers, there's a whole army of staff that make this possible for us. And I love being a part of it. And so this is a great opportunity for us to sow into a ministry that is doing so much good. And and so what are we doing? Well, you've heard over the past hour, we've been talking about some of the things that uh, American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk, which is a division of uh, American Family Radio and Ministry of American Family Radio, have been able to do. And we see that all the time in the form of feedback that we get from listeners, the kinds of questions that people are asking. When people will write in and ask a question about an issue, maybe um, maybe that issue is has to do with someone at their workplace or it has to do with something that is a, you know, it's, it's an issue that people are talking about in the news and they want to know how does this intersect with um, the biblical worldview or how does this look for Bible-believing Christians when, when we see this, do we, which, which way are we to go? Because I'm not sure where to look in scripture on that. And we answer those questions. We reach out to those people and we also take suggestions on uh, yeah, can you have this person on the show? Can you interview? Can you cover this topic? Here's a story that I believe needs to be highlighted. So that's some of the interaction that we have with listeners. And so it's such a pleasure to get to do that. It's actually one of the more fun parts of the job. I mean, there's clearly doing radio is is work, but there's also so much of it that is interacting with people that's it's just a bounty. I, it's hard to describe how interesting it is the different types of people that you can come into contact with doing a radio position. Same for our producers and our support staff, call screeners, etc. And then especially for those who are working on the other parts of American Family Radio, AFA Journal, um, the, the American Family Association Studios, the TV studios where they're interviewing people and they're, they're really interfacing one-on-one and with groups of people. And all of that is done really we can't do it without you. Your support through calling in to the station and joining us during share it makes all the difference in the world. The number that you have to call is 800-326-4543. It's actually easier if you just type in 800-FAMILIES, option two. For either of those options, you do option two. So 800-326-4543, 800-FAMILIES, option two. And we're looking for those $20 a month pledges for you to pledge $20 a month and join us in this partnership where we're doing everything we can. Honestly, we're doing everything we can to get the truth out there for people to consume and to spread out uh, amongst themselves. So 
I love these listener, um, they're, they're like listener stories with their little listener tidbits about how American Family Radio has impacted. And so I want to uh, listen to number 16. It's Lewis talking about his family. Hi, guys. This is Lewis Walker from Newport News, Virginia. Uh, I'd just like to say that this has been a tremendous blessing in my life because it has reshaped and reformed the way that I lead my family in worship. It makes me think about world issues through a biblical lens, which I never even thought about growing up. And it's helped me keep my family more Christ-centered and oriented in order to share the gospel uh, accurately and more compassionately. Thank you so much for what you do. I pray that God will strengthen you and continue to provide the funds to be able to spread the gospel all over the place. Continue to challenge the evil one. Uh, We love you guys, and we hope to hear more of you. And I think they will. He will definitely hear more of us. Um, In fact, Lewis will hear more of us specifically through the support of Urban Family Talk through Sherathon. So our theme this year is One Nation Under God. And this hour, it's going to be my pleasure to welcome Will Addison into the program. He's the general manager for Urban Family Talk. And so he's going to come on and talk with us a little bit about like the start of Urban and news of the day, et cetera, et cetera. And it's going to be a pleasure to speak with him. Um, I would love for if I'm not sure if my producer can see that screen that tells us who's been giving, but to give us a kind of rundown, if that's possible, that that he can put that into my uh, call screen. But right now, um, and in addition to talking to Will Addison, we're going to be doing um, some phone calls if you'd like to call in and talk about the way that Urban Family Talk has impacted you. And that's our regular call-in line, 866-963-2037. You can call in and talk about that. Um, you can talk about the when you first discovered Urban Family Talk and started listening. Um, however you came to be aware of it, whatever brought you to Urban Family Talk for listening, I'd love to hear about it, especially during this hour. Um Oh, good. Okay. I want to invite, I'm not sure if it's my producer or my call screener, but one of them can come on air and give the names that have given. I'd love to have an update on that because I feel like that helps spur us on. You can call 800-326-4543. 800-FAMILIES is the way to spell that out on your um, type pad. And it's 800-FAMILIES OPTION 2 or 800-326-4543 OPTION 2. Who's coming on the line with me? Well, this is Devin. Hey, Devin. <laughs> and uh, the latest l- listeners that have joined us in giving today, we have Terry from Greenbrier, Tennessee, Mary from Tifton, Georgia, Martha from McKinney, Texas, Tony from Garland, Texas, uh, Brian and Carmen from Guntown, Mississippi. Wow. Awesome. So that is fantastic. And we just want to encourage you. And Devin, thank you so much, especially for your hard work this week during Sherathon. I know you have been taxed to the max and you have risen to the challenge as always. And you've done a fantastic job producing my show and others. You've been all over the building making stuff happen. So great job. Thank you for that. Um, I want to give the number again, 800-326-4543. And this is Devin. He's my executive producer here on the Stacey on the Right Show. And we're so blessed to have him with us. Um, And we're going to be speaking with Will Addison after this, um, after the first break on the program. And so if you'd like to call in and chat about Sherathon, we'd love to talk to you, 866-963-2037. But I want to give the number so that you can call and give again. It's 800-FAMILIES, option two. Now, let's listen to 
um, another bit of audio from one of our good listeners. Um, her name is Dawn. It's number seven. From the time I get up, my radio is turned on to Urban Family, starting with Erin Madison. When I get in the car, it's turned in there, too. Every show challenges and encourages me to take every thought captive to Christ and to think critically and biblically about life as a believer in this culture, whether it's about family or issues of the day. Sometimes there's lots of laughter, other times just joy in hearing what God is doing or being challenged to how to think through hard stuff. But um, I'm also encouraged by other believers in the turban and interim turban. We pray for each other, we laugh with each other, and it really is family. I thank God for every broadcaster and every listener. But I guess, as Will Addison says, I listen, so I guess I'm the target audience. Thanks, you guys. Praying for you, and everyone support Urban Family Talk. Mm, that is so kind-hearted and sweet um, of her to call in and share all of that. And that is why we do what we do. We do it for the interaction. We do it because we feel called to this particular portion of ministry. And I can tell you, I, I think it's a good point in the show. We have a few minutes left in this segment. Um, it, it's been a little bit of a journey for me. Because I initially thought, I was convinced, actually, that because I got my start in commercial radio, doing conservative talk radio on a local station, that that's where I would remain. In fact, it was such a kind of a feat uh, for me to even get a program on that station that I thought to myself, you know, it's weird. This must be what I'm meant to do. You know how we can you kind of think that way. You something happens, and you're like, "This is almost impossible. I can't believe this is happening." It's got to be that this is where I'm supposed to be. And at the time, it was. I learned how to do radio there. I learned about clocks and audio and um, working with a producer and um, the dynamics of doing in studio interviews and also having more than one person on the show at a time. Um, the dynamics of doing programming by myself covering topics, doing interviews where people call in, taking phone calls, um, minimal amounts of board operation. I can tell you I didn't do much of that, but I did learn just the rudimentary aspects of how the board connects up with the microphones and all of that. And I did all of that on the weekend show and filling in for hosts who are on that network, which expanded to me filling in for hosts on other networks. And I never shied away from sharing with listeners that I was a Christian, uh, that I believed in, you know, biblical worldview and and things of that nature. But it was mostly political commentary and very much news of the day. And so when I had the opportunity to uh, reach out to Will Addison to discuss a show here, I was kind of thinking, this is a different wheelhouse. And as he and I were talking, he said, well, You'll never have any inhibition about sharing the word of God here because that's what we do. That's why we're here to share the word of God. And you have your your show will be political talk, but it's going to be something that really reflects Christian worldview and the Christian walk. And I remember after we got done speaking that first time, I thought to myself, this is so different. It's almost like he's saying, cut loose, go free. And I'd never, I mean, you know, obviously I'd been told unleash your opinions, unleash, you know, news and information, but never that. And so when I started doing the show, it was almost as if I was starting over again in a way because it felt so, it was like new territory, 
I, you know, I can talk about Christianity as much as I want. It was almost like too much open space for me to roam around in. But I was able to, you know, catch up and get and get going. But then now that we're newly on American Family Radio for the first hour, but we're still doing two hours of content and both hours are on Urban, it's even more of the same. It's still fantastic. I'm I'm so enjoying it because it's just it's the ultimate in comfort level because I feel like without the Christian worldview, political commentary is really empty. And I don't mean you can't get good information from programs that don't have the Christian worldview. But what I mean is without connecting it up to where you live, where where you actually live and breathe and move and do everything that you're doing, without connecting that up, that you're a Christian and your views have to inform your political decisions, then it means that Christians can have time where they're just, you know, hey, I'm going to vote for this pro-abortion candidate, even though I know I don't believe in abortion and I know it's wrong, it's a sin, but I'm going to vote for it because they're for this other issue. As opposed to Christian worldview means we can't be voting for people who would promote abortion, who would fund it, who would have anything to do with it. There's a huge demarcation there. And it's an eternal one. And that's why it's so important that we have American Family Radio as an option, which is why we need your partnership. Um, So we are asking you to call. And join in with us, 800-FAMILIES, option two, 800-FAMILIES, option two. Um, And Devin, you're welcome to break in with new names of callers who've called in and donated since the last time you gave us an update. Just a couple of more. We've got Steve from Arkansas, Carl from Texas, Laura from Missouri, and Russell from Indiana. Devin, someone from Missouri. We're on the board. We got them. (laughs) Okay. All right. I hear the music. When we get back, we'll have Will Addison. Thanks to Devin for that update. And we'll be back right after this with more Stacey on the Right during One Nation Under God Shareathon. Final day for you to call 800 Families, option two. Be right back. Stuck on the healthcare roller coaster? Still paying those high premiums? And strapped into huge deductibles? Not knowing what's around the next turn? Well, then let me tell you about a sound, sensible healthcare choice that really is affordable. It's MediShare, the healthcare sharing solution people like you have been trusting in for more than 25 years. MediShare members report saving around $500 a month on their healthcare costs, and they never pay for things they don't believe in. Time to say goodbye to that healthcare roller coaster and say hello to MediShare. Call star star 345 to find out how much you can save on your healthcare. MediShare. Call star star 345. Message and data rates may apply. That's star star 345. 
Hi, I'm Crawford Loritz with the Legacy Moment. Too many of us use what God does for us for self-promotion. We sort of hoard it. We say, God blessed me with this, and we don't actually say this, but by the way we handle the favor and blessing of God, we send out the message, hey, look, this is for me. This is to leverage my stature. Now, for others, sometimes we're tempted to think God has forgotten about us and our service for others. We feel like, hey, everybody else is being recognized, and what about me? We get into this game of comparing ourselves with others. But God never forgets. There's no such thing as doing something beyond God's recognition. Listen to Esther chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, and then down in verse 10. During the night, the king could not sleep, so he gave an order to bring the book of records, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had reported coming to Brichthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, who were doorkeepers that had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. What takes place here is the king has issued an order that Mordecai must be honored, and guess who gets to honor him? Haman, the very man who wanted to kill Mordecai and the Jews. Listen to verse 10. Then the king said to Haman, Take quickly the robes and the horse as you have said, and do so for Mordecai the Jew, who is sitting at the king's gate. Do not fall short of anything of all that you have said. Well, here's what I want you to remember today. God takes note of everything you've done, whether or not anyone says thank you. Your good works are not in vain. They are accumulating interest, and in His time, God will pay big dividends. Thanks, Crawford, and thank you for listening to today's Legacy Moment, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Global Ministries. It's Fall share on Urban Family Talk. Call now and make your pledge. 800-326-4543, option 2. That's 800-326-4543, option 2. Or give online at urbanfamilytalk.com and join with believers across the country as one nation under God. You know what? We're back, and it's my pleasure to welcome our guest this hour, uh, it's my boss over at Urban Family Talk, Will Addison, who is also the host of Airing the Addisons every morning from 6 to 8 a.m. here on Urban. Uh, he hosts that show with his wife, Miki Addison, who's fantastic. Um, Will, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so let's, every person who's come on this week, I ask them the same question. Yeah. And I am having so much fun with this question. I'm not going to lie. I am really enjoying this question, which is, how did you come to be with American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. <laughs> oh, the stories have been so good. My so goodness. it's your it's turn. It's too now. long. I can't. No, it's, yes. I mean, it's your turn. It's your turn. <laughs> that yes. would take like no. That's 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 too long. Well, look. Uh, Give us Ur- the condensed version. <laughs> well, yeah. Coming to American Family Association was a long story. I didn't even know uh, what Tupelo, Mississippi was. So me either. You know. Yeah. So I, when I heard of this place, I was like, where? Who? And it, it was like, yeah, Elvis, you know, he was. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, the birthplace like of Elvis. Elvis. And I said, yeah. the birthplace of, oh, that's Memphis, right? And I said, no, no, Tupelo. But anyway, uh, Urban Family, we've been doing this going on six years. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's just birthed out of uh, uh, this commitment to truth, you know, and wanting to get truth out to the urban context. And so. Uh, just having a heart and a passion to to uh, speak about the issues from a biblical perspective, you know, uh, and, and 
in our voice so people can hear us uh, was very important to American Family Association. So with the blessing of Tim Wildman, you know, we were able to go forward and do this. And I think uh, we've seen a lot of um, uh, good things come out of it. You know, a lot of people, you hear some of the testimonies that, that play, they say that their mind have been changed or they've been challenged about, by certain things. You know, I think we have a great lineup of shows mm-hmm. uh, that bring um, truth from uh, different points of view and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's been a it's been a, a a cool journey, you know. And like you said, my wife and I we host a morning show, and uh, pretty much she hosts wildly it. popular. Yeah, she wildly hosted it, and I and I help her out, you know. And <laughs> I <laughs> I run the board, and you know, play some music while she uh, preach. Nah, I, <laughs> I, I you know what? So my one of my favorite promos for this week for you know the listener stories is called. Alicia loud lady talking oh and she was talking about Miki <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah. so true yeah. because Miki can get when she gets going yeah it's like an, it's like a jet engine she's yeah. taking off and she's going for it yeah. but then when you listen mm-hmm. you're like oh my goodness this woman that the wisdom that she puts down mm-hmm. and it's so right in that moment whatever the issue is and it really helps you frame an issue uh, give you some perspective that you might not have had i was actually talking yesterday about uh at the the marriage and family conference and it was my first time hearing miki do a uh a keynote Mm -hmm. and i mean it's not that i didn't expect it to be good obviously i did but Mm -hmm. it was so much beyond the 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 range of subject matter that she covered and then the way she closed it out with that runner's box analogy yeah it was just phenomenal it was one of the best speeches i've heard yeah. at a conference and that's saying something because i i've been to a lot of conferences lots of conferences and have heard some really amazing people speak and so that is some of what you get mm-hmm. on the morning show here uh, from 6 to 8 a.m every day yeah with with you also chiming in and bringing the stories from home like mm-hmm. my favorite is the one where apparently <laughs> you dropped a grape on the floor <laughs> and Miki thought it was a bug. Yeah, yeah she thought it was you, a roach, and she hates. Yes. Ro- she's very scared oh of uh, roaches. So yeah. am I. Oh, I am too. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, the only funny. thing that's worse than a roach is a, a um, a spider. Really? Yes. <sighs> I don't know. So my man. son no kills the those. spiders. My husband <laughs> kills them. If I'm home alone, I will kill it. But then I'm like a basket case afterwards because <laughs> if I if I think I missed it and it gets away, oh. I have to leave home. I'm like I can't stay here because it might come on me any second. It might come on me. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it might come to me yeah. when I'm not looking, and it might be on me. But the I, thing what is, happens? you know, no, it's gone. Don't worry about it. Out of sight, out of mind. If you, oh, that's that's just nonsense. That's <laughs> and not Miki feels true. the same way. She's like, no, you got to show me evidence that you killed it. Like, my I have to bring the, the, the body. <laughs> yeah. Well, I what I'll do is I'll tell my husband, you'd have to go flush that in the trash, um, flush in the toilet. And he'll say, why can't I just put it in the trash? I'm like, because if it's not dead, it can come back out and it'll be roaming around <laughs> here and I won't know. And he'll <laughs> say, the spider is dead. Look, it's in a ball. I'm like, that's just what it wants you to think. Flush it. So he'll take it and flush it down the toilet. Oh my goodness. Yes. I, it, this is a real problem. So that was one of my favorites. Um, one of my favorite promos from you guys. What and about the any one? Any story about the little kids. Yeah, what about the story? one with uh, Sam Witt with the uh, Vaseline? You, saw, you heard that one? Yes. And, and it's <laughs> also, these are fan favorites. These are the best of the best of the stories from that's real house. life for us man it's crazy oh. you got it, five it has kids to you know? be. <laughs> so that's that's what i have to say also um because i you're not my only set of friends that has five kids mm-hmm. and all of my friends because i can say that now all because i now know 
five families that have five kids mm-hmm. and they're 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 all different yeah. this, there's no prototype for a family with five kids and i know it used to be pretty common but nowadays if you have five kids you are doing it because the rest <laughs> of us only have three right and those of us that have three sometimes get glares from people that they catch have up, one or man. two give with the program I, I know i told my husband i was like everybody we know has five kids he was like don't get any idea <laughs> so he's not on board well just to let you know he's not on board but <sighs> i gotta say that there's a kind of a universal reality to the families with five kids, mm-hmm. which is that they are very happy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any unhappy families with five kids. Mm-hmm. And that they tend to have these amazing family stories oh, because man. there's just so many more people <laughs> to interact. Yeah. yeah, the personalities are just yeah. across the board. And then also... Y'all tend to be like, you know, very much more direct. Like with the, us, other smaller families, we kind of tend to be like, well, <laughs> if you might prefer to. No, you have to be when, direct. When you think you guys are like, look, It'll this is what chaos you do. if you're not. You got to be <laughs> direct with these jokers. It, okay, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I can see that dynamic. But it's it's a really fun thing to watch. And it makes you like sometimes I, I have thought to myself, what if we'd had like four or five kids and mm-hmm. you think about it and I, it. I think it would have been fantastic oh, yeah um we're past that now and so oh, i've been yeah. encouraging my kids to have five kids <laughs> and they think i'm crazy because they're like why are you talking about i'm like madison was like i'm still in high school why are you talking to that i'm like planting a seed maddie and she's like mom i'm a high schooler this is inappropriate conversation and also i only want to have four kids four boys i'm like well wow. i'll take that i'll take four okay. boys that's what she wants. But cool. the two older ones just look at me like I've lost my mind and they don't make any declarations, Will. No declarations of what they're <laughs> going to have. You know, I'm like, why, why aren't they saying what they're going to have? Madison said what she's going to have. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm all up into the future. I'm supposed to be right here. Man. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about how the partnership with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the listeners, when they call in and they pledge, when they call 800 Families Option 2 mm-hmm. or 800-326-4543 Option 2 and they pledge $20 a month or mm-hmm. if they do a one-time donation, when they do that, how does that kind of drive the engine that is urban family talk and what we do? Well, you know, a big thing is it just shows, for me personally, it shows support. It shows that mm-hmm. what we're doing matters. You know, it, it shows that the voice that we're that, that we're putting out there, uh, that people are hearing it and that they want to get behind it. You know, um, so for me, it's not even so much about the amount of money, but it's the it's the show of support uh, for the mission that I feel like God has called for us to do. And, you know, and so vice versa, if you don't feel that you don't get that support, you, you feel like, man, mm. do we matter? <laughs> and uh you know i just, think we do so, so, i think we do but yeah. I, um, different people have different ways of showing their yeah. support yeah but that's why this th- it's just three days right so True. if this was like a 30-day thing i don't know how i'd be <laughs> able to take day it thing. Be- oh my goodness. yeah well but you know that the music stations do that <laughs> oh so my goodness they'll have but i so one time i was listening to a commercial christian radio network i was actually driving down to Sherathon a year ago and they were doing iPad giveaways and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, well, but then this, this thing is syndicated all over the country and Mm. the product that they're producing is not controversial. Therefore you'll have these vendors come in and say, yeah, we'll donate it because every time you say that you're giving this away, it's free advertising for us. We're a little more controversial and Mm -hmm. I kind of like it that way. Like I, I'm, I would be, hesitant if if we were doing the kind of radio that would enable us to have those kinds of commercial giveaways i would be wondering what are we compromising because 
Right now, they won't touch us with a 10-foot pole, which means we're, we're speaking the truth. Right. And, and the thing is, you know, I, I believe that the content that we're putting out, you won't get other places, you know, and from a biblical perspective. And I mm-hmm. feel like what the, the suppression and stuff that's going on for is like social media, they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, the content is being uh, watered down and, and mm-hmm. different things like that. It, it, they're, they're making it to where uh, uh, it's not getting out there. They, want, they, they don't want the conservative voice, the Christian conservative voice to, mm-hmm. to really thrive. Well, we need places like, you know, Urban Family Talk, American Family Radio to continue to be able to, to stay on the air and, and to preach and to and to teach, you know, about what's going on. And so I think it's, it's very important, you know, especially the times we're living in now to have a voice of truth, not just, you know, uh, my truth, but the truth of the word of God. You I'm know, so and sick of hearing my truth. Please <laughs> stop saying that's your truth. Right. right. Liberals love to tell me that. They'll, and they think right. they're being kind. I'm sure you've heard this, Will. Well, you know, Stacey, I know we disagree on a lot of issues, but I love the way you go out there and you speak your truth. Okay? Right. My truth. What? Yeah. I'm talking about biblical stuff. OK, exactly. so I didn't even I didn't write the Bible. It's not my truth. I'm just telling you what I see that it says. And you can check it for yourself. Exactly. Not my truth. Not my truth exactly. at all. Exactly. And it's so we need to um, make sure that the truth, you know, stays out there. And so um, by supporting, by going to urbanfamilytalk.com, mm-hmm. hitting that yellow donate button and uh, giving, you know, you're helping, you're partnering with us to to, to bring truth, you know, out there. So uh, I would encourage everyone to do so. It's a one-time gift, uh, no matter what the amount, the amount is, you know, go ahead and give. You know, if you can, um, or you can call 326, well, 800 326 Four five four three, option two. Uh, Eight hundred three two six four five four three, option two. Okay, so I want to listen to a quick one of these because I they, uh, I haven't gotten through all of them, and we're about to be done with Sherathon, so I got to listen to a few more of these. Uh, you, I want to listen to this one where they talk about this guy, which I'm looking on my list. He's talking about um oh Addison's okay. Number five is Cynthia talking about your show. And about um, the Hamilton Corner. Let's listen to this. Number five. I love the Addisons. Erin the Addisons is by far my favorite. Second being the Hamilton Corner. And you have changed my listening. You're biblical. Everything you talk about, you can relate it to the Bible. And you can show us things that nobody has ever thought to talk about. So I listen to you guys all day. Uh, I'm on the app so I can go back and listen to the podcast that I missed. But I have learned so much about the Bible and living a Christian life by listening to Brother Family Talk. So I appreciate you guys being on every day. It's comical. Sometimes it's tear-jerky. It reaches in and makes you be accountable for your walk with Christ. So keep up the good work. I know that God is going to bless you guys immensely. You're going to continue to grow and touch people's lives and draw people in who were, um, in other words, just out there not knowing where to turn and what to believe. So be blessed and keep up the good work. Mm. Wow. Awesome. That was nice. Praise God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, that was very nice. I I think um, that uniformly speaking, your program is probably most often mentioned in programs that people love here on Urban Family Talk. And I think a question that listeners might be wondering about, because I, I know how this works. I do the same thing on my show. Um, but you guys have a different dynamic because it's yeah. early in the morning. Y'all are up yeah. at the crack of dawn. Yeah. And you're fresh. You don't sound like it's early morning, like you just rolled out of bed. <laughs> Y'all sound like you've been awake for hours. So <laughs> what goes into 
rolling out of bed at 4.30, I guess. and <laughs> Earlier. Rolling at 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. Okay, 3.30. This says getting right, crazy now. <laughs> yeah, and then you roll into the studio. You do. Miki rolls into y'all's home studio. <laughs> right. And somehow the magic of the internet, the interwebs, the satellites, the, the different things right. all come together. And suddenly there's music and you're at the board and she's at the mic and y'all are doing this show. Yeah, I wish it was that easy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but really, we get up and we really feel a sense of purpose and mission in what we're doing in the morning. We and we feel like we need to set the tone for the day. We feel like uh, uh, we want to be able to speak to God's people and whoever's listening, you know, uh, from His heart. So we pray each morning that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide our show. Mm-hmm. And and it's crazy because we see Him doing that. Like we may have cer- certain topics that we have, uh, you know, organized beforehand, and God takes it another way. And we start talking about marriage or children or, you know, and that's that's and you can kind of sense. I'm not trying to be spooky, but you no, can no. sense, I, you I know, when that saying. shift comes and you're like, man, mm-hmm. we need to stay on this topic, you know. Um, and this is what and after the show is over, we'll say like, man, that was cool. Like God really spoke, you know. And so we I, we look at radio like that, you know, like we look at preaching or teaching or ministering in any other way that this is God that has empowered us to do it. And so. We, when, you, when you have that mindset, it's not like just a job. It's like, man, we're going to do and fulfill a purpose that God has uh, placed in our hearts. And so that's what we try to do each and every morning. And you can support that purpose and what Will and Miki are doing on their program, airing the Addisons in the morning and all of the content on Urban Family Talk by calling 800-326-4543, 800-326-4543, option two. The easy way to remember that is 800 families, option two. You have until 6 p.m. tonight. We're currently in a challenge mode for the entire network, which includes Urban Family Talk. And we're just, we're so excited about what we're seeing God do as we pray over these programs, pray over our content. And then we see God showing up and doing so many things. Now, let me look and see here. Oh, yeah. The website also, urbanfamilytalk.com, urbanfamilytalk.com. You know, it takes less than... 60 seconds to do the donation at Urban Family Talk. And if you go to 800-326-4543 and hit option two, our beautiful volunteers will help walk you through the process. I'm not sure if if you're out of there. Do you have time for a little bit more into the next segment? Yeah, we can do it. Okay, perfect. Well, then we'll be back with Will Addison, general manager of Urban Family Talk. And me, we'll be chatting some more. 800-326-4543, option two, right after this. it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. Press on, move ahead. Forget what's behind, whether it's good or bad. Yesterday is done and gone. That was one of the things I always tried to impress upon my teams. No matter what happened on game day, even if it was a devastating last second loss, by the next night they had to let it go. Focusing on last week's game would not help them prepare for the next one. Where are you today in your journey with Christ? Are you stuck in the past, holding on to grudges, regrets, or feelings of guilt? Release your past by giving it to Christ and press on to reach the heavenly prize of being in His presence forever. 
Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. My name's Tommy. I really tried to do the best I could to be a good husband, to be a father. I couldn't quit using drugs. I was stuck. Since coming here, my life is better, I have hope, and I know I don't ever have to live that way again. If you know an adult or teenager who's struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge can help. Call us today at 417-581-2181 or reach us online at teenchallengeusa.com. This is Urban Family Talk. The church has to take the lead in ensuring that men are properly trained for fatherhood. We have an epidemic in which boys are not growing up with their fathers. So as Christian men, we have to stand in the gap and make up the hedge so that our communities are not destroyed. When we see fatherhood as a blessing and not an inconvenience, we will see children as spiritual weapons in our arsenal. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. (laughs) Join us in the battle to strengthen fatherhood. UrbanFamilyTalk.com I'm Hank Weinblum with your word of the week, reporting from the front lines of the civility war. You get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. The word civility comes from the Latin for citizen. In the 1500s, civility came to mean politeness, but that political connection to citizenship echoes today. If we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, That's when civility can start again. With incivility oozing from the White House. My boss has called for civility. From Congress. Public service. That ought to set an example of civility in American society. From Supreme Court nominees, candidates, and protesters. Civility seems to be in short supply. When they go low, we kick them. During an earlier time of civil unrest, we were asked, can't we all just get along? Apparently not. With your word of the week, Hank Weindlum, Fox News. Despite our differences, we are one nation under God. Falls Sherathon continues on Urban Family Talk. Call now and make your pledge. 800-326-4543, option two. That's 800-326-4543, option two. Or give online at urbanfamilytalk.com. And thank you for supporting Urban Family Talk during Falls Sherathon. UrbanFamilyTalk.com is where you can donate. It takes less than 60 seconds. I know because I went there and, and gave it a try, did a donation, went through no problem, super fast. And I want you guys to do the same. This is our time to sprint to the finish. It's not about easing on into the finish. It's about running as hard as we can and throwing ourselves into it so that we get across the finish line with our very best partnership which we rely on you for, and we're so grateful for you. Welcome back to the program. Stacey Washington, host of Stacey on the Right, here on Urban Family Talk and American Family Radio. I'm chatting with Will Addison, who's the general manager of Urban Family Talk. He's also kind of the brain trust behind it because he considered that this was a ministry that was needed and then took it to where it needed to go. Um, And not only did that happen, and it was fantastic, but now I get to be a part of it. And so it's great to be here for another share And I want to point you to the website again, urbanfamilytalk.com, 800-326-4543, option two, 800-FAMILIES, option two. That's how you can give. So, Will, let's talk a little bit about the news of the day. Um, I heard a whole lot going on in that little audio clip there about civility oh, man. and how the Democrats are calling for civility. But I also saw a story over at the Daily Caller that said, 
there have been eight, eight, like the number that's getting close on to 10 attacks, physical attacks by leftist activists on Republican either elected officials or people who are running for office. Mm -hmm. So exactly what does the word civility mean? Man, (laughs) seems like, I mean, you know, it's crazy out there. And and (laughs) they're continuing on with this rhetoric, you know, to chase after people, go to the restaurants and Mm -hmm. and shout them down. And I I don't know. I I don't know if it's going to take violence. And I hope not, man. It seems like they they want to uh, stir something up. You know, in some kind of way, I don't know if they're going to turn it on, you know, Republicans and conservatives. I don't know. But something needs to uh, happen quick because this is out of hand. You having people like some of the clips that were played on that spot, you mm-hmm. know, Maxine Waters, uh, Eric Holder, you know, and uh, Hillary Corey Clinton. Booker. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. And, and they're saying the same thing, you know, and they've been saying this for a, a good while now. It, it hasn't just started. And so. Um, what what happened to uh, uh, Steve Scalise and, you know, even with Rand Paul. I mean, where do we have to go for this to stop, you know? So I I actually have thought about this quite a bit. I've mentioned it a few times on the show, but I think one of the, the, the scariest things about this is that there are so many people who are armed, lawfully armed. Yeah. So I'm not talking about illegal, you know, I'm talking about people who are lawfully armed who are possibly within the realm of target, you know, because because it, it is much more of a Republican thing for people to be trained in firearms and mm-hmm. to carry firearms, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just wonder where the thought processes are with these people kind of losing it and attacking when they know that person could be armed and could defend themselves with deadly force. And it would be justifiable under many states have stand your ground laws, um, castle doctrine laws where your car is the same as your house. I mean, it's it, I'm just wondering who's thinking this through. It doesn't seem like people are. Well, it seems like to me they want to stir something up. You know, I, I think there's some people who really have bad intentions and want things to happen, you know, to set stuff off, you know, which would be bad. You know, and um, w- basically we need God in the country. We need a return to true morality, true civility. And that only comes through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, uh, the churches, we have to be on our job and our job is making disciples. And so when that does not happen, you see the type of society that we have. You know, I- I'm reading a book right now, Democracy in America by uh, Alexis de Tocqueville. And that's one thing that he, um, you know, saw was that the churches were powerful, not it was because of the preaching. It was because of the the vibrancy of the church and being involved in, you know, not for political gains necessarily, but that it was relevant for that day and and preaching the gospel. And so I think we have to get back to that and that then we'll see a return to morality within the country. Because without God. The morality that we as men think up, you know, humanity's morality is always conditional. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm when I hear people saying, well, and I really think there are some nice people out there who, you know, they call themselves atheists and they say, well, I don't agree with you saying that true morality comes through Christianity because I'm an atheist and I'm a very moral person. And on an individual basis, that may be something that can occur. But masses of people living mm-hmm. together in a society cannot have a true moral center without the basis of morality, which mm-hmm. is Christianity. It's not Islam. It's not Buddhism. It's Christianity. So yeah. when you talk about the pastors and, and what they have to do, it's such a tough job because a lot of pastors have been convinced that they they can't 
they can't speak the truth from the pulpit and connect it to politics because then they would be violating the law. But if the law stops you from doing what God has mandated for you to do, what is the proper recourse? Right. And something that Cynthia said on that spot, on that testimony, was that she was learning a lot of different things from just listening to a radio network. And I feel like some of the things, and we've heard that uh, some listeners say, man, I, I've never heard this or I don't hear this in church. And I think that's sad. You know, I think we should be able to talk about uh, how our worldview should be shaped by the, the word of God. And, you know, as it goes to voting and, and whatever else may be, you know, we should all approach those things from a biblical worldview. So I think it, it's crazy that we have something called biblical worldview training, because as Christians, <laughs> we should just have a biblical worldview. It should be taught already in our churches how we you know should live according to the word of god so it's almost a uh, indictment that we have biblical worldview conferences and stuff like that you know because it should be the norm but we we need it we need it and i think um when it, it is interesting to hear the listeners call and say they're hearing this and it's so that the christian perspective but there's also hey this is the political news of the day mm-hmm. and here's how we should see it as christians and I know for us at our church that we attend now, our pastor often will connect together. He does. He never gets political. Mm-hmm. He'll even go so far as to say, you know, God isn't a Democrat or a Republican. Mm-hmm. But he will say on the issue of pro-life, right. we support the pregnancy resource centers. We don't support, you know, those who would want to perform right. abortions because that goes against the word of God. And he'll have the person who's in charge of the Pregnancy Resource Center movement here in our area. She'll come onto the stage and speak for a few minutes. And it's never political with her Mm -hmm. either. And I guess, well, what I'm what I'm getting at there is if we had more pastors who taught their congregations, look, this isn't a political issue. Exactly. Marriage is a man and a woman. It's not a political issue. You know, transgenderism is a mental illness Mm -hmm. and we need to help people not engage them in mutilating their bodies. I mean, these are truths that transcend politics. They're common sense things. It's stuff Americans used to know. You didn't have to say it from the pulpit. People just used to know this stuff. Mm -hmm. Now they don't. Right. So where where do you see it going, though, with with I feel like there's kind of a movement Mm -hmm. that's going to kind of separate people off where you have some pastors who are telling the truth who are really preaching from the word of God, no matter if it's social issues or what it is, and they're not being political, they're just being truthful. And then you have other pastors who are still going to tickle the ears. Well, I think because the church has done a pretty bad job of keeping, I would say, the door shut to the world, meaning not keeping people out, but like the world system entering into the church, like things that the, the world think is all right, the church begin to think, okay, well, it's all right. I think because we've done a bad job of, of policing that, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to either be on this side or that side. Mm. And I think that's what we're, where, where we're going to. You know, it won't be any middle ground. And the ones who are going to abide by the scripture are going to be ostracized, basically, even by other people who call themselves Christians. They're going to be saying, well, we're not those type of Christians over there that judge people. Oh, you know, we're not they're already type, saying that. You know, Woo. and I think that the, the uh, heat is going to be turned up even more. And, you know, I, and I think we'll be able to see the dividing line there, even within the church, because you'll have some churches that will say, oh, it's all right to have gay Christians. Oh, it's all right to, you know, uh, it's, uh, Planned Parenthood is OK. You know, we got to just be loving. That's it. You know, and you, then you have others 
who say, well, hold on, but what about what the scripture says concerning these things? And, and they don't condone some of the stuff that you guys are talking about. There's going to be a clear, clear dividing line, I think even clearer than it is now. And you, you're going to have to say, I'm on this side or that side, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where it's going to be. Um, and I want to give the number at urbanfamilytalk.com is a website where you can do that quick, less than 60 seconds, your donation is put through and you will have partnered with us. Um, if you do, uh, Will, tell us the giving levels again for the t-shirt and the bookmark. Yeah, if you give a one-time gift, any any amount, we'll send you an Urban Family Communications bookmark. Um, but if you do uh, $20 or more uh, monthly gift, you want to partner with us and say, hey, I want to lock arms with you guys for the long term. You know, we'll give you that bookmark plus an Urban Family Communications T-shirt. And so uh, we're really looking for those partners of people that say, man, we we get what you guys are doing. We're with you and we would love to partner with you. And so the number to call is 800-FAMILIES-OPTION-2 or 800-326-4543-OPTION-2. So when you talk about that dividing line, I I already see it happening. I really feel like... um, and and I know what the problem is. Like, so I had a speaking engagement this week and I mentioned it on the show yesterday because it was such a blessing that evening. But she specifically asked me not to be political because mm. she felt like that would be very polarizing for okay. the women who were there. And she wanted them to be blessed by the aspects of what happened when I, you know, I, I come out of the Air Force. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on active duty. I come out and I'm married and my husband and I moved to the Midwest and that is really when the journey to sitting here behind the mic working for you began. That mm-hmm. It began back there. Mm-hmm. But you don't see that at the time. Yeah. Like If you said that five years ago or 10 years ago, I would have said, oh, no, it's, I mean, those things aren't related. Yeah. Um, but they were because I first had a political transformation where I made a conscious decision to just I was going to abide by the Bible. Mm-hmm. And if that took me away from being a Democrat, so be it. Yeah. And when I made that choice, that really, that was the start to, mm-hmm. to bring me to here. Mm-hmm. And it was a long road. I mean, yeah. I did so many other things that have nothing to do with radio, but every bit of that work that I did, and most of it was unpaid. I was just volunteering at the kids' school, volunteering. I was a school board member. You don't get paid for that. But all of those things helped build skills that brought me to here. And so I was able to tell that story without delving into politics. Mm-hmm. But I connected up some scripture and some things that I feel like God taught me, one of which I think is pretty universal, which is if you want to be promoted at work, you have to get close to God at home. Mm. That's how you get promotion at work. It's it's not that you can't work hard Mm. and earn a promotion. It's not that you can't accelerate your your work performance through extra study, you know, get some extra training, whatever. But if you're trying to do that as a Christian without you know, plugging it into a Bible study, getting that extra, you know, time per week besides Sunday where you're in church, mm-hmm. doing something else to show God, look, I'm studying to show myself approved, then that promotion is going to be harder for you to get. And the goal is not the promotion. The goal is to draw closer to God. He yeah. adds everything else to you. Yeah. And so it was it was certain points in the speech where I really wanted that to be what people got from it, not Stacy on the right, you mm-hmm. know conservative politics that's all important but people can hear that five days a week Mm -hmm. and for this gathering with with, as i was praying over the praying over it and putting it together and i was speaking the women were nodding and i even saw people will you you could have knocked me over with a feather people were taking notes (laughs) i was like are y'all taking notes on things i'm saying to you i I, I want 
to stop for a second and just go over and say, let me see what you wrote down because I just want to see what you wrote down. Did you just write down what I said? One lady said, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I need a scripture reference. You just quote. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I gave her the scripture reference. It was, but Will, it wasn't. So it, it, of course I was standing there, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really me because over the course of meeting with the lady who asked me to speak, we had these telephone conference calls and we kind of went over. She was like, this is what sticks out to me about what I see you doing. Can you talk about that? And then she said, mm. how did you get to do this? And where do you feel like God was, you know, did he lead you here? Or do you, did you feel like you got there by accident? And as I began to share, she said, this is, this is the hand of God at each of these points. Wow. Can you think through where you were, what you felt, and then kind of connect that up? And so with that guidance and, and thinking through how did it actually unfold, I was able to do that. But it was, it was her specifically saying, don't forget, I know what you're going to talk about. We've done an outline together. We're, I know where we're going, but I want to mm-hmm. make sure that you focus on what God did, not the political. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, amen. You know, yeah. usually I would be like, what do you mean you don't want it to be political? I'm Stacey <laughs> on the right. That's, that's my usual reaction is yeah. you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. It's Stacey <laughs> on the right. But for this, it wasn't. And I feel like that is... It's indicative of how hungry people are yeah. to know what God can do, which is what we do here. And yeah. yes, yeah. my show is political and so is yours, mm-hmm. but it is primarily mm-hmm. pointing people to Christ. Amen. The number is 800-326-4543. 800-326-4543, option two. You have until 6 p.m. to get this done. Don't let us down. I've been speaking with the inimitable Will Addison. What does that mean? That means you can't be imitated. Okay. One of a kind. <laughs> you know I got good compliments. You know me. And he is the husband of the better half, Miki Addison. They yes. host that show in the morning, 6 to 8 a.m. And it's the best. You got to get there. Call the number, 800-326-4543. And we'll be back with you with more great content tomorrow. God bless you. <laughs>